I'm Ellie Kincannon. And I'm Runa Morin. And this is The, the Inside, Inside Scoop. In this series, we interviewed some of the leading figures in the Irish culture scene. And in this particular episode, we discussed the role of culture in a post-pandemic Ireland. Let's start off with Michael O'Reilly. He was chief strategist for both the 2016 Centenary Programme and Creative Ireland. The question we asked was, what role does culture play on a post-pandemic Ireland? Well, I suppose the first thing is that um, I don't think we should make a huge distinction between post-pandemic Ireland and Ireland as it was. Um, I think what the pandemic does is it possibly accelerates the future. Yeah. Um, but things that were going to happen anyway are going to happen more quickly. Um, but we don't really know yet what yeah. the full impact of it is going to be. Uh, I think it will be significantly different, but I do think that we're going to be pushed into things that were coming down the track anyway and we're maybe not that well prepared for. So yeah. this discussion is, I think, very interesting in that context. Mm-hmm. We have learned in the course of this pandemic and it's become a cliche that we actually are all in this together and it's a very yeah. interdependent and world where we need each other. There's no point in eliminating the virus in one part of the world if we don't eliminate it yeah. in all parts of the world. It'll just come back with a variant strain or whatever. So the interdependence and um, mutual self-interest of the whole of humanity has become clearer. Yeah. Um, so that's one important thing, I think, that has come through. And I think from that there should be a sort of you'd hope that there would be a sense that, you know, we really are all the same Mm. and that um, there should be a greater interest in each other's cultures and a tolerance of each other's cultures. Mm. Yeah, an interest and an interest in knowing more about each other. Uh, And, you know, that's where the arts come in as well, because there is no better way to get to know each other than through arts and cultural experiences. Uh, And there is no more productive way to explore differences than through arts and culture. You can have discussions and explore difficulties through arts and culture and theatre that you couldn't do otherwise. Yeah. And then you go back to the whole thing about creativity and, you know, you're going, you're coming into a world where, as your, whether Intel or Microsoft guy said, the jobs of the current jobs are disappearing, the future jobs, you don't even know what it is. But we know for sure that to be able to live a full life, you're going to have to have creative skills, mm-hmm. communication skills, creative skills, collaborative skills. The arts, that's where you get them. Yeah. That's absolutely where you get them. Uh, the co-creation of working with other people to make something, that's it. And it's not just art, it's that creativity thing from which art comes, but it goes off into lots of other streams as well. So maybe, 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 um, COVID has taught us something about ourselves. I completely agree with Michael's view that our global shared experience in the pandemic will make us more tolerant and understanding of each other, hopefully anyways, and potentially will spark an interest in learning more about each other, which is best done through arts and culture. Next up to share a view on the role of culture in a post-pandemic Ireland is Christine Sisk. She is the Principal Officer in Culture Ireland and is responsible for promoting Irish arts worldwide. It was culture that people turned to. They were watching films, they listened to music, they were reading, and artists were really the only people in people's homes with them. So I think mm-hmm. all of a sudden people realised how key the arts are in their lives, and also they really missed the fact that they couldn't get to a concert, they couldn't get to theatre, they couldn't go to a cinema. So I think the pandemic 
has had a massive shift in the realization of how important arts and culture are in our lives and how it got so many people through a difficult time having the arts to turn to and having that uh, company at home and having those crutches in their uh, houses with them to and also to share I think a lot of families start sitting down and watching films together that they mightn't have done for years everyone yeah. went off with separate devices but all of a sudden this yeah. social event was mm. watching something um, together so I think it, it bonded people and it um, lifted a lot of spirits yeah Next up is Sarah Costigan, who is the Deputy Director of the Little Museum of Dublin. Sarah has a similar view to Christine, and she tells us about how it's not the role of culture that will change, but the value and perception placed on it. Yes, we think this is a really interesting and true perspective as well. Uh, in the next segment, there is a furry friend joining Sarah, because she's working from home like many people were during the lockdown. I think the key role of culture is in a post-pandemic time. I think... I don't think the role of culture is necessarily going to change, but I think it's our perception yeah. that is yeah. going to make such a huge difference. I believe, it, you know, between the last couple of lockdowns and the amount of time that we've all spent kind of pent up in our homes this last couple of months, people have realised what a key role culture has played in their own lives, whether it's the shows we're watching on Netflix, yeah, the music yeah. on Spotify, whatever it might be, I think culture is really getting us through the pandemic and so I kind of I would be hopeful that we'll come out at the end of the pandemic re-engaged with the culture on our doorsteps and more interested and hungry to find out more and to become more involved like I think one thing that we see in the little museum is this idea that you know when any of us put on the hat of tourist mm-hmm. and we go to an international country yeah. or we go to a different environment we will immediately then go and visit every museum, every gallery, every attraction. We'll try and get to a theatre. We'll try and do this, that and the other. But yet we have these amazing resources on our doorsteps. And I think we sometimes take them for granted. And so I think there'll be a newfound hunger and an appreciation and a want to engage with the culture that is on our doorsteps. Great minds really do think alike. As Simon O'Connor, who was our next guest and director of the Museum of Literature Ireland, spoke along similar lines to Sarah and Christine about how absence makes the heart grow fonder in regards to cultural experiences. I suppose during the pandemic, an awful lot of, an awful lot of aspects of our lives were shut down and closed down. Um, and I think it, uh, over time, because it went on for so long, it kind of gave us, all of us individually, a real sense of what it was we missed. Um, and, uh, and I think you know, the value of culture and the value of the arts and the value of museums and galleries. Um, I think for a lot of people started as time went on becoming clearer that, you know, particularly in museums, these are these are these are places where everybody can come to. Um and I suppose in the, in a kind of post pandemic context they can they can come to very safely. They're often like very big open um spaces and they're places where you can be where you can be alone with other people, which I think is kind of interesting. And there aren't yeah. many places that can do that in a positive way. Um, you know, sitting by yourself in a really crowded bar is often not a very happy situation. Um, whereas a lot of us actually miss the kind of solitude of the social space of museums and galleries. So, yeah. Our next guest is Lynn Scarf, who's been the director of the National Museum of Ireland since 2018. And she brings a new point to the table as she thinks that culture and arts will help bring us together after the pandemic has kept us apart. 
there's a few th big changes that have happened in all of our lives over the last year, you know, just in terms of our abilities to have social contacts with each other. The fact that most of us have kind of moved in a huge capacity onto screens in our everyday life. There's a there's a an overall kind of feeling of disconnection, I think, for people. Either, you know, they're disconnected from their everyday lives or they're disconnected from their peers or from their family members or from people, you know, in, in other countries that they normally visit and see. Um, I think that there's a sense of isolation for a lot of people at the moment as well. Um, I think there's a lot of fear and anxiety out there across lots of different sectors. Um, and so what can culture do about all of those things? Well, I think what's really interesting about culture is it, arts and culture generally provides us with spaces where we can think and feel things that are difficult or contentious issues in a way that can be very, sometimes very hard to process on our own. So, you know, if you, if you think about kind of how we've approached things, say for example, in the decade of centenaries, where arts and culture played a huge role in that, and it allowed us to look at contentious episodes of our history, but rather than doing it in a debating chamber, we did it through arts and culture, and that enabled us to disagree and sometimes, and oftentimes agree, but in a very respectful, calm space, where in some ways the object or the artwork held the difficult conversation for us. So rather than me and you disagreeing, we got to do that and explore it through an object or through an artwork or through a theatre performance or through a song or through a piece of music. And it gives us all a little bit of a moment of reflection in an otherwise kind of chaotic world. So I think, Culture has a big role to play at the moment in a post kind of pandemic world because it offers us that space. And ultimately, the really interesting thing about arts and culture is it's incredibly nimble and flexible. Artists by their nature, creative people by their nature, are always tuned in. It's almost like they have tentacles that reach into the vibes of what we're all experiencing and feeling. And what they often do for us is they take that and they, they, they create a work from it that allows us to think about it more deeply or at least gives us a moment in time to consider it. And I think that in a post-pandemic world, I think arts and culture is really going to be very important in offering us a space to reflect on our immediate experience of, of the pandemic and what it's done yeah. to our society and to, to, to you know, our jobs and to our economy and so on. I think it's also going to offer us um, opportunities to safely, collectively gather together, be that through online programming, be it through people kind of reading a book, be it through people tuning in to a particular kind of recording or program or like when other voices was happening and being broadcast. Um, I think all of those things offer, offer a huge amount of opportunity. I think the other thing that's really interesting to me as well is that previously a, a lot of cultural institutions would be measured by the number of visitors that they had coming in the door. So how many visitors do you have walking in? That's one of the kind of key measures of success and I think what we've obviously realised is that in the context of COVID that's becomes, um, that becomes a metric that's irrelevant actually and what becomes more relevant is the depth of engagement that you have with your visitors. And the exciting thing about that 
is that allows it allows us as 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 community or as as institutions to respond to that so what we can do is we can say you know what we're going to drive all of the resources that we have into programming for communities that are maybe traditionally underrepresented in our museums and galleries and spaces so we can look to those communities and invest the additional time so rather than looking at having a million people come through our museums in a year we might only have something in the thousands, but those thousands that come in have a depth of engagement and an ownership over their institution in a way that maybe previously wasn't possible. So that opens up lots of wonderful and interesting interactions. And then I think finally the big thing, and when you're a big cultural institution like this, I think there's, there's, it's really about providing safe spaces for people. So, you know, we're huge and we're incredibly controlled environments, you know. Everybody wears a face mask. We could tell you at any one time what number of people are in the building. And so the big, large-scale cultural institutions actually can provide a really important safe space for people to, to immerse themselves in culture. And, to, and, you know, at a very simple level, actually, sometimes that's just about seeing something beautiful. You know, just standing in front of a painting that means a lot to you or in front of, a, of an object that brings you to a different place. And that's so restorative for people. Um, every single bit of research out there shows that the impact of arts and culture on our health and well-being is, is through the roof. And so if we kind of map that into the current situation, it makes all the more sense to put resources into that space because for want of a kind of crass phase, phrase, the bang for your book in terms of how much, you know, what you get for what you invest in arts and culture is really very high. Yeah. Next up is Maureen Kennelly, who is the director of the Arts Council. This next clip is a bit more vibrant than the others as we had to record it in a restaurant due to COVID regulations. So you get the full experience, including when the waiter dropped the entire cutlery press on the ground. Maureen gives great insight into the Irish culture scene. The big question, which is, what do you think the role of culture is in a post-pandemic Ireland? Yeah, big question, but a good one to start with. Um, it has an even greater role to play in post-pandemic Ireland, post-pandemic post world, in fact. Um, I think we've seen like that in the last eight months, people have really missed culture because, of course, we haven't had to gather. And I mean, that's, that's a real part of live arts, that people assemble together, they sit in a dark room, they get really moved, they get, there's a huge charge about live arts events, so the fact that we haven't been able to do that has been really missed by people, and it is that old thing of the Joni Mitchell song, you don't know what you've got till it's gone, so that everyone's kind of thinking, oh my god, you know, why, why can't I go to a gig, or why can't I go to a play, or whatever. And I guess the people had an awful lot of spare time as well, obviously, when the pandemic, when the first lockdown happened in particular. So they were like listening to music, reading books, watching films. And it became really apparent to them, oh my gosh, this is a really precious thing that we have in Ireland. And I guess the lockdown also coincided with normal people, which was a phenomenon, which I think, yeah, it was amazing, wasn't it? And when you look at the riches of something like that, where you have those actors who came out of the Lyric Academy, Sally Rooney, who like received an arts cancer bursary, I'm very pleased to say for her very first book. You know, she received two thousand euros. And when you look at now, she's an exception. Obviously, not everybody can be a Sally Rooney. But when you look at that journey from that bursary of two thousand euros to now 
having her TV series watched by 18 million people at last count. Yeah, just, just phenomenal. And it was such a talked about show, like everyone Absolutely. was Absolutely, it, it was a phenomenon, like, yeah. yeah. And you know, when you look at like all the crew, like the, all the art directors, the musicians, with so much brilliant Irish music in that, Lisa Hannigan, everybody else that we love, and, and real deliberate attempt to use Irish music. So something like that is a really good illustration of how people can come together. It's very symphonic, in fact, to work together, to produce something, and those are all people or many of them will have come through the kind of arts council system, you know, in terms of looking for grants, hopefully getting grants, uh, working their way up, you know. Um, and I think that culture is going to play an extraordinary role. Like when we restart society again, truly, and not before too long, hopefully next year, um, people are going to be gasping for connection with each other and I guess that's what culture does it connects people more than anything else it connects us as humans like to be human is to connect with each other we can do that through conversation like we're doing now of course but like culture does it in a really really powerful way so I think it's going to be extraordinarily powerful I think it's going to be joyous I think there's going to be extraordinary joy you know we're all going to be so amazed that we can be together and say oh my god we're at a gig we're at a festival we're at a play we're at an exhibition it's it's going to be brilliant. Yeah. Our last guest is Sandra Collins, who is the director of the National Library of Ireland. Just like Maureen, she spoke about the diverse culture scene that Ireland has. I think our culture is really fundamental to everything we do, so it's a huge part of what it means to be Irish. Irish culture is like stand out across the world. We have um, you know, if you think of Nobel laureates and poetry here in the National Library, we've exhibitions on W.B. Yeats and Seamus Heaney. There's nowhere else where you would have that quality of, um, of cultural experience. So what I hope is for everybody, as we've gone through COVID-19, people have seen, um, you know, we've lost live music, we've lost gigs, we've lost um, theatre, that, you know, w with the restrictions, it hasn't been um, possible for people to enjoy them in the same way. But I think people have really missed it and they've noticed it and they felt a kind of uh, a want for it. So what I hope in uh, the post-pandemic world is we'll reconnect with that and people can celebrate our culture and come into theatres, come into libraries, galleries, museums and use it as a way to come together and um, really, I suppose, see what's special about being Irish because that's what I think our culture is. Well, that concludes our first episode. Thank you so, so much for listening. And a huge thank you to all of the inspirational people who took the time to participate in the podcast. We hope you enjoyed listening to them as much as we did. We hope you enjoyed getting the, the Inside, Inside Scoop. Scoop. See you next time. Bye. Bye.